more morning anytime. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Good morning. I'm Crystal Darsh. Sunny and 19 today and tomorrow, 26 on Saturday. Right now it's five. We now have the few fewest active cases of COVID-19 since March 30th. There are 679 people still fighting the virus. 25 new cases confirmed yesterday with two more deaths, but over 6,100 people have recovered. And officials are investigating whether a child in Alberta may have an inflammatory condition that's possibly linked to COVID-19. It's called Multi-System Inflammatory Syndrome in Children, or MISC, and a number of reports have been given in several jurisdictions, according to Dr. Dina Hinshaw. It's similar to an inflammatory disease known as Kawasaki disease and responds to treatments such as steroids, and they are investigating that one child in Alberta may have this case. And Dr. Dina Hinshaw has also outlined how the NHL can come to Edmonton without breaking any guidelines. They won't announce for several weeks who the two hub cities will be if the playoffs go ahead, but the Canadian options include Edmonton, Toronto, and Vancouver. So the teams coming here would have cohort teams, kind of like we have cohort families, the same concept, but on a larger scale. So the teams would not be allowed to mingle with anyone outside their bubble if any player were to test positive they would be uh, treated like any other by tracing the contact isolation and so on the nhl will be paying for those tests and the ahs will be setting strict guidelines and i've heard a rumor Um, crystal sorry that uh yes that that if the oiler if we do get to be a hub city the orders won't get to play here they'll have to play in the other hub city just because it would be too much of an advantage to play in their own hub city oh i thought well they could stay with their family but yeah you're right cancel the league I know. I just want to watch him play. I'm kidding. Yeah, you don't care where they play. No, don't say, give me some hockey. Stick it to my veins. Okay, got it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Crystal Darsh. That's what's trending. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Um, I said uh, just a few minutes ago that this is probably. So, I, I I don't know. Maybe you guys both do it. Maybe maybe you both do. I, I can tell you that I never have in my life. But uh, when you uh, put your dishes in your dishwasher, do you usually <laughs> scrape them pretty clean? Do you scrape them pretty clean, or do you think, ah, that's the dishwasher's job? Well, actually, oh, here we go. <laughs> uh, I have read that modern dishwashers actually need some stuff on the plates to work properly oh. and that part of our problem is putting too much soap in okay but it needs a little of mine... the grit from your sandy dish i guess yeah i i give them a rinse okay i'm i'm and... a militant with cleaning the plates off okay. i fig i feel like it's going to prolong the life of my dishwasher it's kind of like the same with you with the housekeeper when you know the housekeepers come and you clean your house yeah exactly i clean all my filter in my dishwasher all the time okay, to keep you it just clean answer the question that was the question because it's gone completely viral on tiktok filters in dishwashers i had no idea it even had one crystal did you know it had one yeah, it's gross at the bottom, and this, once something gets in there, then it turns black and gets all soggy, and you're not sure what it was originally. Ugh. It's one of the most nasty things you'll ever do is cleaning that thing out, because you pull it out, and it's like it's slippery like a bar of soap. It's so oh, greasy. So gross. It's gnarly. Everything looks like a mushroom. I hate it. I'm all, I, I get the water super hot, and I put it mushroom. in there. Mushroom. So, so you guys both clean it out? I have I have never ever taken and maybe my wife you know what I'm scared to go home and and, and mention it to her because she'll be like of course I've been taking this every thing single out for week you I, jerk I've been taking this thing out for years and gagging every time and have I wonder, you uh, ever loaded or unloaded the dishwasher 100 percent that's my that's one of my jobs I would say that I do more of that than my wife okay good unloading it for sure yeah. did she fix it once you load it 
and do it properly? Oh, yeah. I load it terribly. Yeah, she's just like, it's never going to clean those things because you got everything covered and everything else. It's not going to work. But this whole filter thing that, I, again, it's gone viral on TikTok where people are doing it for the very first time and it absolutely looks disgusting. And I think I'm going to have to check this out. Oh, too. they're posting pictures of what they found. Yeah, they're videoing. Oh. They're, they're videotaping. You know what out. needs to go around is what's in the drain of your shower. Oh, no, no, no. no. <laughs> Chewbacca <laughs> is in there. The dish, oh, man, both disgusting. What is more gross, the drain? And, and this is bad because somebody's eating breakfast right now. But what is what is, what is is worse, the stuff in your drain when you pull it out or the stuff in the fil- uh, the the dishwasher filter. Oh, <laughs> both these make me <laughs> a little sick. I gotta I know say, for sure you are gagging. I know. Okay, no. Here's the thing. I want to hear. Am, yeah, am I the only one that? Oh, hey, hang on a second. Maybe don't we have that? Don't we have a theme for that? But am I am I the only one that has never cleaned their dishwasher filter? <laughs> Text us now at one zero three nine three nine because both Matt and Crystal have. I I assume maybe Crystal, but not Matt. But then Matt is. He's a cleaner. You're kind of a... I'm pretty particular. <laughs> I want that dishwasher to last a long time. Yeah, yeah, he doesn't do much, but the stuff he does, he does very well. You find a lot of uh, fruit stickers ah, in the filter. Yes, yes. They always somehow find their way fruit in there. stickers? What are you washing yeah. your fruit in the dishwasher? Well, no, you, you know, you like eat an apple. Next thing, you know, you put it on your plate, and then you put the plate in the dishwasher, and it ends up in yep. there. Hey, don't get on me. You don't. You've never changed it. That's I'm true. the one who changes. All right. Am I the only one that never has? Text us now or call us at seven eight zero four two one one zero three nine. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Has never changed their dishwasher filter, uh, James. There's a filter in there. There is a filter in there. Good. I'm glad to hear that because I had no clue either. They're, we're finding out that there's lots of people that have uh, no idea that they had a filter in their dishwasher. Crystal. It's probably in the the instruction booklet that comes with it that you never read. Instruction booklet. <laughs> My, I have a new dishwasher and I it has a it's a smart dishwasher. I hold my phone up to it and push a button and it beeps and talks to my phone and tells me what's going on with my phone, with my dishwasher. Really? I haven't, actually, I haven't hooked up the dishwasher yet, but it does for my washer and dryer and it told me that I was loading things incorrectly and something was wrong with my hose. I don't need my dishwasher to get all condescending. Do your job, wash the dishes and shut up. All right, Dish, DJ Samsung, keep it down. You see the text that just came in, Crystal? Hang on. Nope. I got a nope, text nope, from my nope, husband nope, nope. as we're yeah. both at work. Yeah. He asked me if I knew the dishwasher has a filter. I told him, yes, I clean it every other week. His response, well, I guess I'm a Chris on kissing. <laughs> Keep up the good work, honey. <laughs> All right. There you go. All right. He also apparently gags over dirty diapers, so cleaning a dishwasher filter probably isn't yeah. in his future. Well played. <laughs> dirty well played, diapers sir. ain't no thing. That filter is gnarly. <laughs> Really? It's worse than dirty diapers? Oh, yeah. Like, ah, whatever. It's just a little poop. <laughs> like, just the... And you don't get a baby at the end of it. You just clean it, and then it happens again. Yeah. Like, my kid, ugh, It's so gross. I think you should start doing it for your wife if she's been doing it, Chris. I'm going to go home. First thing I'm going to do when I get home today is do it, and I'll put it on. No, no. I'll let it go a couple weeks, and then do it. Oh, let it go a couple weeks. It's gone at least yeah. 14 years. That's how long we've lived there. So, Oh, oh Karen's doing uh, it, without a doubt. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Give you a kiss and love court. Here it is. A text came in at 103939. Hey, guys. Just before COVID really kicked off, I started seriously seeing my girlfriend. And we have a lot in common, but there is one thing I can't stand. She's an extremely picky eater. 
It's to the point where I can't really make anything fancy because there'll always be something that she won't eat. And don't get me started when it comes to going out. I've never seen a grown woman try and order chicken wings or chicken fingers in an upscale restaurant. It's embarrassing. Am I going to have to live with this? Or is there something I can do to make her less picky? Interesting. Normally you got to deal with this with children, but he's dealing with it with his girlfriend. Hmm. Nothing gets my goat more than picky eaters. I don't understand it. Yeah. There's always that person yeah. who is like, well, no, I don't eat that. I was like, well, when's the last, last time you tried it? Oh, I didn't like it when I was six, so I'm done eating it. He's right. like, you're 58 guy. Right. Eat the mayonnaise. Yeah, that's you, Matt. I, there's a couple things I don't like. But, uh, <laughs> sweep that under the rug. This isn't about me. You got to do something, man. I think you you need to tell her how important it is to try the foods that she doesn't like one more time to confirm she doesn't like them. Okay. And, like, it, it doesn't affect her personality. It doesn't affect who she is. So that, that's that. But it is embarrassing when you're having plum sauce and chicken fingers and I'm having, yeah. you know. Filet mignon. Exactly. Hmm. All right. Okay, is there anybody out there that can relate? Is there a picky eater in your life? And what have you done uh, to maybe change that? As always, this only works if we hear from you. And you can do that right now by calling us. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Yeah, we got a anonymous texter who basically said that uh, love of their life, everything is perfect except for her picky eating. And he said it's just one of those things that's kind of driving him crazy. Is there anything that can be done about it, Crystal? Someone texted, <laughs> I stopped taking my girlfriend to fancy restaurants. When she asks why, say, I, I'll, I'll take it to McDonald's for chicken nuggets. It'll cost a lot less than chicken fingers at a fancy restaurant. Boom. <laughs> the guy's not right. Boom. Wrong. And I like how he spelled chicken fingers. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Chicken finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't sure what. I didn't read that part. That's yet. fair. That's just, you know, typo. <laughs> I get it. All right. Um, the phones are ringing off the hook at 780-421-1039. Now, Chris, you said both you and your girlfriend are picky eaters and... Try dishes you haven't tried in a long time, but do it together and make them together. What dish do you, you don't like? Chow, chicken chow mein. Okay, well, let's make it. And and, and, and it works. Like, I, I'm... Way more open to different foods that I would never even thought twice about trying in the past. Okay. If you don't like chicken chow mein, you should be thrown into a volcano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that just came to mind. I like it. So. Yeah, uh, Good. Okay. No, no volcano for you, my friend. I was going to say I don't know why why no, he friend, wanted no to. Th- I don't know why he wanted to throw you in a volcano. That's that's even more disturbing. I know. <laughs> I'm <a> violent. <laughs> Thanks, Chris. Thanks for holding. Who's this? Kathy Brown. Oh, Kathy Brown. Yes, go. First First of all, entering any relationship believing you need to change somebody else is wrong. Get out of that relationship. You're going to spend your whole life trying to change them. Don't. You change yourself or you accept them the way they are. They need to be good enough as they are or don't be in that relationship. I mean, yeah, being a picky eater really isn't a character flaw. It's just something you're about. (laughs) I'm a picky eater. Okay. So it's gotten better as I've gotten older, but... There's a genetic basis for this. You don't just choose to be a picky eater. You right. just are. Okay. Okay. So, what do you mean a genetic basis? Are you a super taster? <laughs> I'm a bitter taster. I can, like coffee. I can't drink coffee. Uh, right. it, all it is is bitter. Okay. And yeah. so it's things like that, that there are certain things that I just cannot eat. And then there are things that have changed through life. Like I couldn't eat tomatoes when I was a kid. An actual tomato. I could eat tomato sauce and all that kind of stuff. But actual tomatoes made me vomit. 
This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. This is Kissin' Love Court. Hey, if you're just tuning in, welcome to the show. Thursday is usually our day for Love Court, where we try to help out with relationship stuff. And there's a relationship issue with a guy loves his girlfriend wholeheartedly. The challenge is she's a picky eater, and that part drives him crazy. He's like, is there anything I can do, or do I just have to deal with it, Crystal? Picky eaters, as kids turn to picky adults, try to expose kids to as much food as you can. Even if it's just a few bites, you have to try new things with food and in life. We had a no thank you helping. If you didn't want it, if it was like peas or corn, you had to have five kernels of corn. That's or it. one teaspoon. You had, you had to eat it and then move on. So if you didn't like want mashed potatoes, you said no thank you. Then you would have a, mashed, a no thank you helping, which would be like a tablespoon. Okay. All right, you had to have some, at least. Expose you a little bit to it. Anybody can choke back one teaspoon of something. Uh, Here's a a deep dive. Uh, Maybe he should look at the relationship a little deeper because when you start dating, you try to impress that person, whether it's trying new food or a new activity, maybe she's not into him. Now, I grew up on the farm, meat and potatoes. I met a guy who introduced me to seafood and foods I'd never had. He always said, just try it once. If you don't like it, we can stop for a burger on the way home. And now some of my favorite foods are lobster, shrimp, and sushi. There you go. Okay. So, interesting. And there's lots of people coming at us. Yeah. Saying that, oh, pick eaters have a right to be picky. It's like, you can can be picky all you want. Just try the food once. Yeah. Yeah. I'm terrible at that. You've got to try it before you hate it. Yeah. I just, I look at it and I'm like, oh, I'm pretty much convinced myself I don't like it. But you're denying yourself of something delicious, quite possibly. Yeah. That you really, really like. Yeah. Like Reynolds. Yeah. Who is no longer with us. Yeah. He's not dead. He's with us. He's just so good. He's in Calgary. Yeah. (laughs) He, He, I hated him. I didn't because he refused to try new foods. He didn't like pancakes because they looked weird. Yeah, like that's not a reason what? to be picky. He never tried jam. He didn't like jam. He's like, not for me. Have you tried it? No. <laughs> try it. Weird. All right. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay, Matthew, your son is how old now? He's uh just over a year and a half. Yeah. And uh, discovering music, yes. really getting into it. We've always played music at our house. We're a very musical household. Right. Something's always playing. Yeah. But now he's of the age where he starts requesting certain tunes. Interesting. So two, ta- two days ago, I was like, you know what? He might like this song. So I played this for him. Yeah. Oh, no. And let me tell you, I was right. <laughs> I played him. I started dancing, and he lost his mind. Yes. He loved it. He just loved it. Huh? And then as soon as it ended, another song came on, he started crying. Yeah. So I was like, well, I better play it again. And then Hamster Dance came on. He literally, It's just like, doesn't matter what he's doing, he stops what he's doing, and he'll go and dance. Yes. And he wants me to dance with them. So we'll go into the kitchen and he'll point to the ground like, time to dance. Hamster dance is on. Let's dance. So it's a cure for whatever ails him. Right. I can put it on. Right. He's teething now. But so. I got to say, in the, the past two days in which this song has been uh, infiltrating our house, I've played this, and I'm not kidding you, at least 100 times. Oh, no. I'm like, hey, Google, play the hamster dance. Hey, Google, play the hamster dance. Oh, it's better than Baby Shark, yeah. which was his obsession before that. Yes. But, oh, I've heard so much of the hamster dance that all the words have lost all meaning. That is so funny. 
well, I tell you what, I think a lot of parents can relate. It's that one song uh, that the kids get hooked on and then they just want to hear it over and over. Uh, my son, a little bit older than yours, he's 23 now, and uh, he's a huge music fanatic. And he's the guy that's always, uh, I'll like, he'll, he'll get home from Wainwright where he's a firefighter and he'll be like, Dad, I got to play you this song. I got to play you this song. This is going to be the next huge hit. And he's always right. Right now, instead of the hamster dance, dance this is the one, as soon as we get in the vehicle, he's playing over and over and over. It's new Cole Swindell. So I'm just saying, Matt, it's going to mature and change over time. But like Cole Swindell can write a good song, but is is it as good as... You may want to try it out. Just play that and see what happens. Bo would just start bawling. and just. He may throw a right hand at me. Play the hamster dance, Dad. All right. Uh, Crystal, uh, no kids in your world, but do you play songs to your cats? No, but my friend has a a one-and-a-half-year-old, and her husband uh, loves Baby Shark. Oh, I got that queued up if you want to hear it. uh, No, but we were were over there, and all of a sudden, he just started singing it, and I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, oh, I have it in my head. And I'm like, keep it in your head. (laughs) We'd just gotten rid of it in our head, and then he starts singing it. He loves watching the video. He refuses to watch the song, listen to the song. He needs the video to go with it now. Hmm. And every time there's a book we have when we read at night before bed, yeah. and he calls it the doo-doo book. Doo-doo, 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 doo-doo. It's got sharks in it. And the he just stares time, at that one page for about 15 minutes. The first time I heard this was when you guys did this with Jack and you did the dance. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's kind of catch. He didn't realize that I was going to want to, you know, poke my eyes out eventually. I mean, it does have 5.4 billion views on YouTube. Yeah, it's a pretty big deal. All right. Oh, try Ganim style, uh, Matt, for a bow. Uh, yeah. yeah. I did. He wasn't a huge fan. Like, I'm looking for longer songs because then it gives me a period where I don't have to keep telling the Google to keep playing. Okay. You should try the Gummy Bear song. You got that one? You, can, I can, can get, get it, that sure. one while, they, while you're getting that one, somebody just says, can you tell me the name of that new Cole Swindell song? It's called Single Saturday Night, and it's awesome. All right, it's no gummy bear song. Like I got it. <laughs> oh, I'm. Worth, I will not play oh, this in no. case he does get obsessed with it. I, we've played this before. This is very. Don't hamster. do it. This is it hamster is, dance. But the hamster dance is better. It's like catchy, you know. Yeah, don't do it. This isn't catchy. No, this is it awful. is, but you do you want this in your head for the next six I'd months? much rather listen to the Hamster Dance of Baby Shark. This is something else. <laughs> yeah. See, the first one's always free. This has two billion views? <laughs> Kids need better taste in music, I tell you. They, they only get exposed to what their parents expose them to, Matt. That's true. You I should have two and a half billion I'm, I'm views if you why, get watching it. Oh, I've got 100,000 views on Baby Shark without a doubt. But Hamster Dance is going to get up there. All right, you got some suggestions of the songs that... Uh, Drive you crazy because your kids can't get enough of them. We want to hear from you. Seven, excuse me, seven eight zero four two one one zero two nine. I never kind of half hiccuped and burped on the radio, but anyway, there it is. Uh, yeah, uh, tell us what uh, song you suggest. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, Matt was complaining about uh, the hamster dance. It pales in comparison to some of the suggestions people are dropping oh, on us. The songs that uh, <laughs> you, you drive you crazy from your children. Crystal, we got some text at 103.939. I agree with this one, uh, Matt. Crazy Frog? Oh, it's bad. Well, Give it a minute. Crazy. It does this for another three minutes. So. It's kind of like actual Foley, isn't it? Isn't that 
Axel, Axel F, name? yeah, Axel Foley, sure. Da, 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 da. Okay, here's another one. Uh, Matt, this one will buy you time or take years off your life. The Duck Song. Hold on. Mm-hmm. i got to get the Duck Song ready. I don't know that one. You're about to. Tell me the duck story. Bum, bum, bum. Oh, I, like I hate it already. it already. I love it. <laughs> no. It's got a little ukulele, hey, ukulele to it. Got any grapes? Oh, oh God. I remember this song. I I want to poke out my eyes. Your ears, you mean? I, that, this is me, like me and some people who can't eat cilantro. This is me in that song. <laughs> Somebody okay, else said this. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Yes. I can't handle no. the voices. They say like, oh, you no, have a whole album to choose from, but this is one of the new ones. You want old school, Alvin. Oh, you're a, you're an old school. You like Alvin and yes. Chipmunks early stuff. See, so- Somebody's relating to when my children were children because they said the Barney Purple Dinosaur song. I love you, you love me. Do you remember that one? That would suck to listen to over and over we're again for sure. Family. Okay, do you have this one, uh, the Juice Box song? Yeah, I got the Juice Box song. Oh, I like it. <laughs> It's got a bit of a rappy feel to you know it. Okay. It's going to get us in the mood for Freestyle Friday tomorrow. Yes. <laughs> These kids rap better than Chris does. This is awesome. Yeah, if I did it, it'd be like, we want a juice box. We want a juice box. That would be juice box, juice box, how I love you. <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. We're talking about the song that drives you crazy with your kids. Yes, uh, Matt's got the old hamster dance going, and every time you play the bitty bee dee 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 dee, little bows like points to the dance floor, like Dad, let's go. It's time to groove. Let's go, Dad. Let's go. Anyway, so we're looking for those songs from you. Maybe some more suggestions for Matt to introduce to Bo to drive him even more crazy. For example, Crystal. Hi, guys. Matt's son would probably love the Pen Pineapple Apple Pen song. Mm. That's a weird one. Mm. Catchy though. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, it's weird, all right. Wait for it. Come on, guy. This is this isn't the good part. I have a pen. I have an apple. Uh, apple pen. I have a pen. That almost sounds like a crystal wrap, doesn't it? Kinda. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew crystal was actually? A Filipino guy. <laughs> I got a pen. I'm out. <laughs> All right, <laughs> All right uh, Timothy, what about you? Uh, you're looking for songs that gets on everyone's nerves? Yeah. I got three for you. All right. The song that never ends? The song that doesn't end. Yes, it goes on and on, my friend. Uh, the song that actually gets on everyone's nerves. Is there a song called The Song That Gets on Everyone's Nerves? Yeah, it goes, uh... <laughs> Yeah, it does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Confirmed. Okay. <laughs> and the Muppet song. Phenomena. Crystal, it's not called the Muppet song, right? No, it's Manamana. <laughs> and it is pretty annoying. But pretty That's awesome. great. I like this song. That's a pretty, great video. Pretty awesome as well. Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at 
Kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.